Man, we're recording. Instead of screen recording, I'm trying the actual QuickTime player recording right now. Still trying to figure out this fucking microphone. When I have guests, it seems to be a lot louder. When I do it by myself, it ends up being a lot quieter. That's what she said. And I'm trying to figure that out. Right now, what I do is just throw it into iMovie, and I double up the audio, or double strength it, 200%. Can tell I was in a drug for a while. I, I double it up. Um, but yeah, right now I'm trying to figure it out. I think what I need. Don't start glitching on me, light. I swear to God, I'll break your fucking light bulb in half. I swear to God, you bring that attitude in here. This fucking Chinese ring light. Not the one my little brother got me. In case you're listening, the one you got me is on that side, and that one stands strong, stands well. So thank you. But this one piece of Chinese shit. It keeps fucking up. Um, guest bailed again, and I gotta make this one quickie doodle deuce. Um, nobody's bought any merch, and that's cool. It'll work eventually. They're dope sweatshirts, and it will work eventually. Um, podcast, podcast, but uh, I don't know. I think the podcast should turn into a terror cell. I mean, I think that's the only way this thing can go. If YouTube's going to keep censoring it, I think the only only thing we can do is turn into a militia. Um, I think we need to go to Bali with Dale, perhaps New Hampshire, perhaps the Midwest, maybe find an old nuclear missile silo. And, um, you know, we will have... Uh, I will be the founder. I will be the spiritual leader. Um... I remember when I was, uh, I remember when I was going through Rush at Valdosta State University in August, September, twenty ten, no, two thousand nine. I remember going to all of them. I was eventually in Pi Kappa Phi, but I remember going to all the and every fraternity has their own fucking their own thing in each campus. Oh, Pi Caps! It's it, it's all it, one group on one fraternity on one campus is cool. Another fraternity on another campus is evil it doesn't matter they're all different but i remember going to was it kappa sigma no it was not sigma nu not yeah fuck what was it not kappa sig it was the one where i remember i went to it kappa sig were like they were the ones that no one wanted to admit it was better than everyone they were in the house next to us and they always had the most brothers. They had the nicest cars. They had the biggest parties. And it was just, no one wanted to admit it, but they were the best ones. It was just, they were better than you and they knew it. But not in like a cool way. In like a, they were all pricks. But like, objectively, we're better. Ours was a bunch of shitheads uh, and drug addicts. People who were athletes in high school and let it go in college, but still hung on to a little bit of it from like temporal momentum. Um... We got in the most trouble, and I don't say that in some romantic, like, we were always in trouble, you know? We were always getting our knuckles wrapped. No, I mean, like, like police restraining orders, uh, like civil agreements between us and other properties, uh, damages, psychological damages, property damages, insurance damages. Um, uh, one person, I remember we had a big party every year called Purple Haze, and... Um, I did it twice, but I remember my junior year when I transferred to the University of Georgia, 
like seven hours north. They had their party. And someone... Someone... One of my friends made out with a girl. And this girl's boyfriend pulled a gun on my friend. One of the other guys from my fraternity tackled the gun puller and bit his ear off. And it made national news. Pi Kappa Phi Beta Ta chapter. I swear to God, August 2011. Uh, no. no, 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 because Purple Haze is in the spring. So this had to have been homecoming. Um, I wasn't there for that. But I mean, like, again, not this cutesy, like, we were always rabble-rousing, you know, romantically looking back at our days as a 50s football team, you know, punching minorities, driving around in cars with no seatbelts. No, no, it wasn't some, like, grease thing. It was... Yeah, like it wasn't good. Like no part of it's romantic. It wasn't like a Greek week rival. Ah, we get the gals. They don't. It was property destruction. Um, it was, I mean, ingesting drugs and alcohol to the to the point of like, uh, like clinical like brain death. It just wasn't good. Like, like we went to their house and slashed all their tires. They threw a dead cat in our pool. So we went in and stole their Greek Week trophies, ripped the ceiling fans out of their out of the ceiling, broke the doors off the hinges, and and burned all of their electronics in a bonfire. They put paint in our pool. Um, they uh, they kidnapped an alligator. They kidnapped an alligator from I guess I didn't know there was a zoo in Valdosta, but apparently there is. It might just be that South Georgia. And I remember this because I remember when I was in living in the frat house from August 2010, actually on my 20th birthday, until um, one of my last memories there is I remember just seeing Cinco de Mayo. So it had to have been May 2011. I want to say maybe a couple of days after that, maybe like May 10th or something. Um, and I think it was that spring where this is like when I had like my mental, like that August is when I had like my mental crack. And I went from just being a shithead my freshman year, drinking, t- gaining a ton of weight. What I thought was gaining a ton of weight then, I went from like 165 to 185. Now I'm sitting at 208. Double chin. You know, looking real good. But I had like my mental break where the first day, I remember my dad dropped me off at the frat house, August 7th, 2010. It's my 20th birthday. And I remember that night. I was sitting down with uh, Nick B, uh, Chance, uh, Whiskey Rob, me, Nick B, Chance, Whiskey Rob, and ZJ. And I remember it was that night, and I remember ripping a gravity bong of spice or K2 synthetic weed, which we now know is horrible for your nerve system. Um, shout out Ben Westoff, author of, Fent- author of Fentanyl Inc. Writes a great story on, uh, on, on, uh, research chemicals, RCs, uh, dark web chemicals. Um, he's coming on again Monday, Tuesday. I think Tuesday, he's coming on again this Tuesday talk about his book original gangsters he actually interviewed like dr dre for it which is pretty badass i think he interviewed snoop 
that'd be i need i hope he can get i wonder if he can get me dr dre i highly highly doubt it um not not any of his shortcomings but just mine um but i remember we ripped a gravity bong i remember getting too high you know that that great experience too high and i would normally when i would get too high i would do one of two things i would just go jerk off because it would just take my mind off of it or i would just get hammered because it would just dull it right it's like how they say you should have like a xanax or a valium around when you take psychedelics in case you go off the deep end i don't imagine that's a good combination i've never tried it never had a bad trip on psychedelics it's the weirdest thing uh, but I remember I got way too high and I remember from being a a pledge uh, a year prior September through December uh, 2009 I remember alumni would come back right you had your sophomores sophomores were always into hazing you because they had just gotten initiated the year prior and you were their first set of pledges um, actually, I'm not 208. I checked this morning. I'm at 213. I think it's water weight. I hope Jesus Christ. I, I need to move the fuck out of here and start dieting. Um, but yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So soft, uh, juniors, they're a little more aloof. Seniors were always just the coolest guys. Sometimes they'd come back in haze and every year hazing got less serious. Just, it's, it's just what happened. You know, it's like gun laws becoming more restrictive. It's like PC culture. I mean, dude, old school, 2003, in like the first two minutes. Uh, you don't have a seatbelt. What do you recommend I do? I recommend you stop being such a faggot, Louis C.K. Faggots that isn't derogatory against gay people. It's against people that are being faggots. You know, Phoenix are Phoenicians. Like, that kid's a faggot. South Park. Fags. It's... Why did that screen just dull? You should not be doing that. This MacBook... Don't... F oh, I swear to God. Oh, I swear to God if this thing... Why is it not working? Battery preference... Ooh, I swear to God. If this thing cuts out... Up... No. Turn off. Automatic slightly dims as display. No, beyond power. You're supposed to be on power. If this thing cuts off, I swear to God. If this thing fucking cuts off... I'm gonna pause this really quickly. Or am I? Don't you dare cut off. I swear to fucking God. Ooh, I don't even know what I want to do. Do I want to pause it? Is that going to fuck it up? Yeah, let's... Okay, we'll try to pause it. Okay, and we're back. I didn't... I decided not to touch it. The battery on this MacBook is fucking up, and it's... it's I'm, I'm infuriated. I've taken such good care of this fucking thing. Got it in September 2019. Used it for some graphic design courses that fall. Very quickly realized it was overheating got some uh some fans for it would always close out other applications i'm always running uh i'm always running like cleaning programs getting rid of all the shit i never use i mean i cleared i actually don't use this for like personal use this is for the podcast I, i'm always clearing all caches all memories all everything deleting stuff i don't keep videos on here i don't i, I throw it all off into hard drives immediately um i keep this room very cold right now it's 56 degrees in here i keep it on top of a fan i have you can't well, actually yeah i can now for those of you watching i guess you've never been able to see this here's a box fan that i keep next to it see and this thing, I turn this bitch on, 
and it keeps this in cool while I'm editing. Use Ethernet, not that that does anything, but I mean, I'm always watching it. I'm always, I'm so even if there are heat sensitive components, you know, planned obsolescence, I still keep this thing. I always run it. I'm always every I run cleaning programs. I'm always getting rid of duplicate files. Always updating. Always everything. I I physically keep it clean. I don't let dust set into it. I treat this thing like a fucking gem. And lately, the battery has just been say zero percent. I keep it plugged in. Um. Rarely, I think it's maybe I think of on since I started the podcast and I had stopped graphic design school since I've started the podcast. This has been used without without a power source coming from extraneously exogenously. Is that only biology? It may be three times and it's starting to fuck up, which is like, whatever, if the battery dies and it shuts off, okay, that's, it's, it's whatever, it's only happened a couple times, it's not whatever, it's a fucking $3,000 machine, but it's never happened while I'm recording, and it just happened, if this thing shuts down while I'm recording, I'm going to lose my fucking mind, the new M1 MacBook Pro 16 inches aren't going to be out till later this year, I don't want to grab a 13 inch one but I might have to if this piece of shit keeps doing this I don't want to get an iMac because the new iMacs are going to be Intel I want the M1 chip because I'm a fucking normie whatever so I was getting really high in the frat house and I remember seeing the um, I remember kind of in my mind seeing like the alumni and not like the older alumni who would come back in their 30s which I now look at as very weird I'm 30 I at 21, I grew out of that frat. I drove back down fall 2011. Oh, you know what? The the ear biting might have been that spring because I did go back down for homecoming. And I remember going there and telling myself, I'm never coming back here. And so that might have been that, that might have been spring 2012 where that guy got his uh, got a Vander Holyfield fielded. Yeah, I think, whatever. I got way too high. and But yeah, so it wasn't the alumni coming back that bothered. It was whatever. There was one guy. I'm not going to make fun of him. He, no, I know he's been through some... I never knew him that well, but I know he's been through some rough things in the last couple of years. Whatever, I'll leave him out of this. But it was always the recently graduated alumni. The 25... The 24, 25... Not even, maybe. Yeah, 23, 24, 25 guys they came back and they had this like different look in their eye and they didn't you know it's one thing when the guys would come back and haze the fuck out of you and get pissed drunk doing it it's fun if you've never hazed someone it's fun um if you think it's bad you're a pussy it just go through it and you do it back it's fun some guys would take it too far and you could tell something was wrong in their life right but to me, that wasn't even, that was like, you're psychologically kind of sad, but it's like, hey, you know, we all are, whatever, you know, maybe you haze pledges, maybe you put a cat in a microwave, I don't know, you know, whatever gets you off, maybe you go deploy and shoot civilians, I don't know, what is a civilian? That's, that uh, Tim Dillon, 
talking about that guy at the underwear company that's ex-military. And he's like, I don't care why you're ex-military. I mean, what is a civilian? They're all combatants, you know? I don't need to know your story. But, um... But yeah, so it wasn't them that... That was like, whatever. Those guys are assholes, but you're just kind of like, that's pathetic. There was a different kind of pathetic. A kind of pathetic that it almost wasn't pathetic because I feel like pathetic kind of look at and like you almost look down on it versus like sad. Sad is like you don't you you don't look down on it. Like you don't ever want to be there, but you're also not like faulting that person because that person's already so low that you don't want to fault them. So like the late 20s, 30-year-old guys, when they'd come back and haze the fuck out of you, that was pathetic. You know, and you just hated them. What was sad was the guys that came back and they had this sort of like this like soft glint in their eye almost a little a little beta-ish um almost like ron burgundy walking up the street you know with a full-grown beard and a bathrobe drinking milk and he sees the guys and he's not even angry he's not even like fuck you you fired me it wasn't that it's when he sees them he's like brick my sweet brick champ and they're just like, hey, Ron, hey, we got to get going. And he's just like, ah, it's that very sad sort of beta. And I, I'm not, it's whatever. It's, that, that's actually part of the animal kingdom. If you're beta, that's as essential as being an alpha male or as being a woman, whatever. And I'm trying to shit on that. But it was just this, they had this sort of like soft, you know, like my sweet brick. And it was like, where are you, man? And it's like, you you know, you're like, oh, I'm doing this. I'm living. And you're like, oh, Jesus. I remember seeing that in my head when I got way too high. And I remember that night, August 7th, 2010. Like, in my mind, I was like, what is the most lucrative thing I think I could do? And this is like, while well, I'm just glued to the couch. And I was thinking, like, you could be an investment banker, but I hate math. And that has the possibility of making a lot of money, but it's not, like, guaranteed. And I remember, I was like, I like biology. And I was like, if I become a doctor... And, like, I kind of wanted to be a doctor my freshman year, but I was kind of also like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I remember I was thinking, I was like, that's probably, like, the most difficult thing I could do. But the, the trail is beaten. Like, if I do get the grades, and I do get in... That's an established profession. It's not building a podcast. How do you even make it fucking work? You're at the whim of big tech. Who just censored Project Veritas yesterday as of, what's today? February 12th, February 12th at 140. Uh, Friday, February 12th, 2021 at 1.50 p.m. One forty p.m. Fuck, I gotta be out of here in like 30 minutes. Uh, Eastern time. Fucking douchebags. But... So it's not even fuck going to med school. You could get in if you if you had the grades, right? Like if you want to go to space, sure, you could maybe take the Elon Musk route, and there's kind of no ceiling with that. If you do it right, you can just go colonize another planet. But the odds of you doing that are very low. They're also very low becoming an astronaut. But it's it's a thing that does exist. There are astronauts. It's very difficult, you know. It's probably easier to win a relatively to win a Super Bowl than it is to win a gold medal at the Olympics. You know, the gold medal at the Olympics that has more staying power. Like you have, if you break the world record, like it theoretically might stand forever. You might always be a champion. You might not get it, and if you get it, it might be beaten. 
Super Bowl, difficult as it is, it's an established thing. Someone does win the Super Bowl every year. X amount of students do get into medical school every year. Difficult, but the 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 precedence exists. And I remember thinking, I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. My first thought was, is I'm going to be a, a neurosurgeon. I was like, I'm going to be a brain surgeon. I was like, that is like the, uh, and I now look back and I think it's more of a chip on my shoulder. I was like, I'm going to be a brain surgeon. So no one can ever call me stupid very, and very ego. Like you can tell I was, whether or not people called me stupid or whether it's just my own interpretation of others around me, I took it as stupid. And admittedly, I still get a little like, chip on my shoulder. If people kind of say I'm, I'm any, not even smart, anything anything other than not dumb uh it does it does bother me and it's my own uh it's my own chip on my shoulder that i need to work on um but dorito deltoid chip on my shoulder doritos deltoid doritos chip on shoulders right instead of hold your horses carry your clydesdales i think i coined that term um so yeah, I remember I was like, I'm going to do that. And I was like, what do I need to do? I need to get into med school. And very quickly went through this like life flashing before my eyes where it was like, what do you need to do? And it just kind of like went in reverse and it came down to like the very first thing I need to do right now is go to bed and sober up. And tomorrow I can go to the library. School wasn't starting for like a week. But I was like, I saw like getting into med school. Like I knew I had to take the MCAT. I didn't, I thought, I think that was the name of it. I didn't even know at the time. I was like, it's the M something. I was like, I know I need to like follow doctors around or shadow or whatever. I know, I know I need to transfer to a better school. I know I need to get good grades. I need to have extracurriculars. I need to have a padded resume, letters of recommendation, volunteering research. And I know I need to ace courses and I know that, and I just kept coming back down to finally, I was like, I need to go to bed right now. And I remember getting up and I remember Nick looking at me and going, I actually had a beer and I remember I kind of like put it out. It's just too high to speak. I just handed it to him and he was like, what? He was like, what? Hold your beer. And I remember I nodded and I said like, I need to be a doctor. And he was just like, you're crazy, man. But I really did kind of say, hold my beer. I'm going to be a doctor. And I drank a handful of times over the next several years. But I, I mean, you could virtually say I stopped drinking until I got into medical school. I mean, a handful of times in, at UGA I did, but no, more than a handful. That's exaggerating. I, I drank several times a semester, enough that you can't actually use that story. So that's, but I did say, hold my beer. I remember I went to bed and I passed the fuck out and I woke up the next day and I went to the library. Classes didn't start for a week. I knew what classes I had to take. So I went and got my books and I just started reading. And I remember it was mass communications. And it was like a history of media. And I didn't give a fuck. But I remember I studied so goddamn hard every day. I would wake up, go to the gym, go to the library, and I would burn out. I would go to like 2 in the morning. I'd go back home, wake up at 5, go to the gym. Just obsessed. And I did that. And after the first day, my friends were like, where'd you go? And I was like, I was studying. And like the next day, I did it again. And then again. And then school started. And like the first weekend, I was like, I'm not doing the Thursday night throwdown. I'm not going to the party. And I just did that nonstop. And I would drink at the end of the year. And then I would start the next semester, transfer to UGA, rinse and repeat for the, I took summer courses. I never, I never took a semester. I was just did nonstop for, from August 7th, 2010 until my last semester, I partied like an, an, an animal. 
That was fall 2013. That was my victory lap semester. So I would say up until I took the MCAT, May 30th, 2013. So from August 7th, 2010 to May 30th, 2013. Let me look at how many days that is. I basically did the same thing every day. I exercised and then I studied until I couldn't see straight. What the fuck? I have so many... Your phone is hacked. You, wow, your chat might be. Yes, my phone has just been hacked by spam. Your personal data might be. Yeah, press X to doubt. Um, days in between. So let's see what that is. It was um, May thirtieth was the finish date. May thirtieth. I know this is just great podcast material. No, fuck you. Oh, I'm going to fucking break this piece of shit. No, wait, that's the reason. May 2013, May 30th, not 2030. You silly. And this was August 7th. August 7th, 2010 to May 30th, 2013. 1,027 days. That's about, yeah. Non-stop, every day, and became a doctor. Now, what was the point of that story? I don't think there was one, and I really don't even think that was that great of a story, so I apologize for just taking some time out of your life. Um, but yeah, who knows? What's wrong with it? Maybe there was a story in there. Maybe there's a purpose to that. Maybe that's what I have to look at for this podcast, is maybe it's going to take 1,027 days before it turns into something of any value. Um, I mean, I... I I think uh, maybe I'm reading my own press reports. I think I put out good content. I think I interviewed dope fucking people with cool fucking experiences. Experiences unlike anyone else in the world. In some cases, literally, Mr. Charlie Duke walked on the moon. Youngest man to walk on the moon. Tenth man to walk on the moon. Been on this podcast twice. Been on Joe Rogan zero times. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying anything, but I am. I've had on an Apollo astronaut. He hasn't. Suck my dick. I love Rogan. I didn't mean that, but I kind of did. It's, I don't know, man. I think it's going to work. And I don't necessarily think talking about how it's going to work is going to make it work. So maybe I should steer clear of that. I am being censored by big tech. And it's like, maybe, but just work harder. Be better. Just be better. You know, they weigh my GPA against me because I'm Asian then get an even higher grade but i don't know man i don't fucking know i need to move the fuck out of here i need my own place i need my own room for a studio i need to just i don't know i'm going crazy i need to get this podcast bigger faster stronger harder that's what she said i just i need to it's uh i feel like it's stagnating it's i haven't got a new subscriber in the year 2021 which I don't think is accurate. I think I've had on some fantastic guests. Who knows, man? Oh, I wonder how we're going to see how this big tech thing plays out. And I know everyone that is not conservative, you don't really have a problem with it, or you'll maybe pay lip service to it and say you do, but you don't care because it's not your guys. But censorship is not good. Yes, these are private companies, but this isn't good, man. Because these things are coordinated. When Project Veritas puts up a video about Facebook's censorship and and comment shadowing and comment uh, hiding um, um, 
uh, practices. And then Twitter takes them down for sharing that video. And then Google removes the video about the Twitter takedown, about the Facebook video. That's coordination. When Alex Jones gets banished at the same time, when Parler gets kicked off the Apple Store and uh, the Android Store and Amazon Web Services stuff, if this isn't sending chills up and down your spine, you're fucking brain dead or you deserve to be thrown in the oven that you and your ancestors eventually will be put in after you're finished working at a gulag. This is where it goes. This is where it goes every single fucking time. And I know it's very easy to say, well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm liberal. I don't, I don't care if Project Veritas, they're a bunch of assholes. If look, I'm not even trying to, if, if this battery pauses, I swear to fucking God, I'm gonna put my fist through this fucking screen. You don't have to like Project Veritas, but if the thing that they're doing is hiding them because they don't like the video that they're showing, it's not even an opinion. It's a video of what the person is doing and saying. It is an objective take of an objective fact in space-time. X person said X, Y about this, that, or the other thing, about Twitter, about shadow banning, about taking money for ballot harvesting, about money makes the world go round. If their only recourse is to ban that person from telling the truth and showing it. Jesus Christ in heaven. That girl got fired from Disney saying that, you know, what a lot of people don't read. We look back and say, I wonder how, um, you know, how do people just stand by as the Nazis went and took away the Jews? And it's because the first thing they did was make their neighbors turn on them and hate them. And then when you look at that, you go, oh, that's how it creeps in. So what are we seeing right now? Hatred of any, a conservator, that fucking fascist Nazi. They don't deserve to talk. That, that That is fascism and Nazism. I'm telling the, the person I don't like, hey, I don't like President Biden. I'm not liberal, but I have on my buddy Ernie, I have on my buddy Laura to talk about this shit because I agree to disagree, because I'm a fucking adult with a brain that works and understands that maybe my opinion isn't the law of the land. Maybe I just think differently. And you put it to a vote, and if it doesn't work, your guy doesn't win, you get him next time. And whether or not there's voter fraud or election fraud, which I think there is, that's a different episode for a different time. I've done that several times. I don't need to beat that dead horse into the ground. But taking down anyone you don't agree with and just blanket, it's no different than racism. When you say white people this or white people that, that is racism. Anytime you see a news article or a headline or anything, whether it be print media, whether it be on a screen or whether it be a, a talking head on a news station, anytime you see the word white, I challenge you to mentally replace that word with black, with Jew, with Muslim, just nothing else. Not the story, not the colors on the fucking flashing news feed updates, not the person, not the, not the president, nothing. Not, not wealth, that socioeconomic uh, stratification, not the job, not the gender, not their fucking whatever you are, you identify as a lamp, I don't know. Just replace the word white with black, Jew, or Muslim. Watch it. And I don't want you to tell me because that's going to that's going to impact your truthfulness, whether or not you have to admit that you think that maybe you're wrong. So just within yourself, you don't need to turn this in. This is like a, you know, this is a question that you don't need to turn in at the end of the year. Next time you see an article on Reddit or Instagram or fucking whatever, 
just replace white with black, Jew, or Muslim. And tell me that that article wouldn't be the cause of raising Cain if it did read that. Black uneducated males ruin the 2020 election. Read that instead of white. So when you have that woman going on there and saying, hey, I'm not Disney. I'm I'm not a private corporation. You can do whatever you want. But she said it kind of makes sense now when we're taught to hate our neighbors because they have a different political view than you. It's okay to censor this person because they're conservative. It's okay to do this. It's okay to shut them up. All these people that are saying, myself included, that these are private companies and they're allowed to do whatever they want and including they're allowed to shoot, they're, they're free to do whatever they want and they're free to shoot themselves in the foot and allow the free market to to build something else. Go build your own Twitter. They did and then they conspired with the, the big tech conspired to remove them. Okay. The same people that are saying these are private companies are the same people that were against net neutrality because private companies shouldn't be able to throttle your access to information. My God, that was the biggest pearl-clutching shit show of faggots and retards and a bunch of commie pinko bastards that we haven't seen since then. Maybe Orange Man bad, but the net neutrality? I mean, Jesus Christ, you would have thought the sort of Damocles was, high, or was raised, hovering above every goddamn city. So that woman getting fired from Disney, again, whatever, I don't, I'm, I'm a private company, do you. And Disney saying that we don't, you know, that we don't like that kind of talk. We don't like that, uh, uh, that political incorrectness. Okay. Disney removed, what was it? Was it a uh, Mulan? I forget what it was, but a movie they put in the Chinese market no, it was Doctor Strange. The ancient one is a is a woman in it, and I believe we saw her in um in Endgame in the Avengers. But in maybe that might have been it. The maybe it was Avengers. It might have been it might have been Doctor Strange. Wherever she appeared in one of the movies, she is the ancient one. Capital T, capital A, capital O. She's just this old. She's an ancient one, and she's you know the, the wise kind of like a a, a Gandalf esque woman. None of that is important, but, but she's from, drumroll, Tibet. China didn't like that. Not because they didn't like painting the ancient one in a, in a positive light. They didn't like the recognition of Tibet of existing at all. So China took it, or not China, so Disney took it out. Again, private company. I'm all for it. You're free to shoot yourself in the foot. In China, they don't like when Disney posters have, drumroll, black people in the posters. So what does Disney do? They remove them because they want access to that sweet, sweet Chinese market. Private company, do as you will. I'm okay with that. It's fucked up, and I can choose to never watch Disney again. Not that I did, because I'm a grown fucking man. But for all of you brain, for all you brain dead, mouth breathing, room temperature IQ overweight retards that do watch Disney and get a hard on anytime a conservative gets banned, just remember that. Okay. So Disney can remove black people from posters. They can remove the ancient one from the story to access the Chinese market, which is fine. I don't agree with it, which is fine, but it's a little odd 
when they then fire a woman for perhaps bringing light on where these baby steps towards communism take us every single time. Again, I'm a private, I'm, I mean, I'm all for the private company. Hey, you're allowed to be hypocritical. You're allowed to be contradictory. You're allowed to fire a woman here, but then not put black people on posters in China. That's fine. You're a private company. I think you should be able to do that. I think you should also be able to shoot yourself in the foot. But it, it's, it's, my God, everyone listening to this, please, please, please go to Audible. Get Stealth War by Brigadier General Robert Spaulding. He was the pilot of a B-2 Spirit, okay? He's the elite of the elite. He has the right stuff. He was in the Obama National Security Council. He was in the Trump National Security Council. Worked in both their White House organizations. Now works at the Hudson Institute. This guy is a stand-up, clear-headed, clear-cut, just fucking sharp stand-up guy. He wrote this book, and it's fucking horrifying. And this isn't a, a Beijing Biden. This isn't a... No, it, it's everyone. It's on the left and the right. It's, it's, this entire thing is fucking seeped through with Chinese tentacles going up their asses and pussies or their pussies where there were asses or whatever the fuck these transsexual fucks now think they are. It's creeping into this, into the, the, the organization of Congress and it's shaping our laws. They know we, they can't take us with bullets and tanks. Right, just like we knew in the '40s and the '50s that we couldn't take the Soviet Union, we knew we know that we couldn't stand up to their military might, to their tank columns. So, what did we develop? Tactical nuclear weapons and strategic air commands so that we could take them with our effective force, our amplification of force, not in the sense of Green Berets' force amplifiers, but rather fission bombs and and later somewhat somewhat fusion with deuterium and, and the, the thermos bottle design and all the Ivy Mike. That's not important. The thing is, is how China takes countries is they don't fire a shot. They seep in. They start changing your legislation. That's why a member of the Chinese Communist Party must be on the board of directors of every corporation in China. That's why Mitch McConnell's wife, her father, is the chairman of the board of the largest defense contractor in China. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. They're, 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 they're not at the wall. They're not at the gate. They're inside. They're fucking your wife, and they're going to be fucking your kids soon. And you're not going to do anything because you're going to be with all the Uyghur Muslims and the Falun Gong in the concentration camps that exist right fucking now. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ. But you don't say anything because the only thing that's coming in your way is a bunch of blue checkmark land whales going, yes, yes, queen, ban the conservatives, yes, queen, this is history, this is progress, shave my balls, bigot, this is the future. These fucking people don't give a shit about you. And every time you cheer on one of these people getting banned, guess who's next? It's you. Maybe not tomorrow. Maybe not the next day. It's going to be you. Because they can start with Alex Jones. Wearing my Alex Jones hoodie. Because he talks about interdimensional reality. Granted, it's because... If this battery... I swear to fucking God, this laptop is about... I'm about to go fucking firebomb the Foxconn factory in China. They start with him. They took down a sitting president. They took down Project Veritas. They took down Rand Paul. Facebook censors Ron Paul. These motherfuckers don't care. They demonetize Demolition Ranch. What's the first thing? What is the very first thing? Eventual people who kill tens of millions of their own citizens. What's the very first fucking thing they do? They remove guns, all right? And you start by making it wrong thing. You start by making it not a way to gain a living, all right? Oh, my fucking, what is that? Dude, they're coming for you. 
this isn't dude growing up in a conservative family i i I think that's why i was liberal for so long because i hated the fear-mongering i still do i mean bless him i know he's dying but i still can't stand the voice of rush limbaugh all right there's one funny guy, Chris DeGaulle. I don't listen to him. My mom does. I had him on the show. He's a fucking cool guy. Um, me and him vibed about sobriety and not being an asshole more than politics. I used to hate the fear-mongering. And I still do. But at a certain point, you have to look and you go, am I just being hysteric? hysterical i remember when romney lost i was hysterical i was this is obamacare is gonna ruin uh it's gonna ruin the lives of doctors you're taking away money from the hand that feeds you or the hand that heals you and as someone that wants to be i went on a couple facebook rants that have been just crazy and guess what that was hysteria the reality is is my guy lost the other guy won in a democratic election deal with it it sucks i get it you went to the super bowl and tom brady beat you it sucks I get it. This is impacting your life. It's here. It's 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 here. When when someone's only way of fighting you is just turning you off, censoring and not letting anyone else talk about them. When your only way to counter an argument is by making them disappear or virtually disappear. I mean like within like the virtual world i don't mean like murdering them or silencing them online i mean god damn it if you've got a working brain you've got to see that's not good i don't think you should be able to censor the view i don't think you should be able to censor who's the bitch kathy griffin that held the beheaded head of donald trump i think that's fucked up i think that's free speech if Marilyn Manson wants to burn crucifixes and rip a head off a bat, I'm okay with that. I, I don't want anything to do with it, but I'm okay with that because I'm a fucking adult and it's, we we agree to disagree. I'm not a normal conservative. I I am pro-choice. I just I I I'm in I'm in a weird side. I'm in a weird way that both sides hate me. The right doesn't like me. Because, actually, no one. It's not that anyone likes me or don't doesn't like me. No one thinks about me. I'm not important. But in my ego inflated mind. I think the right doesn't like me because I say you should be free to kill your baby, and the left doesn't like me because I call it murdering a baby. It's, I mean, a, a, as a as a student of biology, it's it, it is a baby. It's it, it's it's a human. It's you can call it whatever you want. You can use semantics. It's a living being. It's you don't have to you don't have to like it. It is. I also think you should be allowed to kill it if it's yours. It's just that's so. I'm not even just. I'm not this fucking. <laughs> What it's coming is, it's not good. Listen, it starts with Alex Jones. It goes to to the, the, the sitting president. It goes to Project Veritas. Guess what? They just have to keep moving who they can ban. And guess what? Eventually you, the listener, perhaps a moderate Democrat who doesn't agree with a lot of things I say. There are a couple guys that do comment comment on here and say, hey, we disagree all the time, but Tommy, I like listening to you. Hey, brother, sister, I'm glad you're here. And I, I fucking, I thoroughly enjoyed you're here. And if you'd like to come on the podcast, shoot me an email, tommyspodcast at gmail.com. Would love to talk to you. We can agree to disagree. Then we can laugh and make dick jokes and talk about nuclear-powered aircraft carriers in the sky, right? The Lockheed Martin CL-1201. There's more to life than politics. But eventually you, moderate Democrat, guess what? 
when everyone right of you has been cut off, excised from the digital world, guess who's now the far right? It's you. Mr. Hey, I'm a moderate. No, I maybe don't think we should be giving hormones to three-year-olds who tried on a dress because they're playing around and it's a three-year-old with a brain the size of a peach. That's not accurate. That's not biologically accurate. But it's a three-year-old boy who tried on a dress and he said he wanted to be a girl. Not, you know, let's let's forget the fact that an hour prior he said he wanted to be a velociraptor, all right? And tomorrow he's going to say that he wants to be a pile of dirt that makes poop out of his face. Maybe we shouldn't give them hormones just yet. You know, you, you, you know, you got to be older to get a tattoo. You know, whether or not you want to drink or smoke or join the military, those are big boy decisions. But if you're fucking under forty months old and you decide you want to be a woman, give them the hormones and the fucking and the and the um uh the puberty blockers. Let's let's chop off that dick and turn it into a clit. Like you who goes, ah, I'm not for that. I am for you know Medicaid for all. I'm for you know perhaps a smaller military industry. The moderate Democrat that I can work with. Guess what? Ernie? Ernie, who's here all the time? He will eventually be the far right. And he will get cut off. And the only people that are going to be left for him to pitch his woes to are the insane far left who have been okay with it all along. So it's such a cheesy, first they came for the Jews, but I didn't speak out because I was Jews, and they came for the Jews, and then they came for me, and there's no one else to speak. Yeah, but there's a reason why that fucking saying exists, is because it was fucking real. And it led to the incineration of 12 million fucking people via a train system and tattoos on their wrists. Like, Jesus fucking Christ. Like, it... it I, I don't fuck... It, it, you know what? If we don't do anything to stop this, then maybe we deserve it. Maybe this is natural selection. If there are not enough self-aware balls of protoplasmic neurology, self-aware things inside of these skulls of cerebral spinal fluid that we call the human brain, if these aren't smart enough to escape, then maybe we don't deserve to escape. If every mouse is dumb enough to go for the cheese in the mousetrap, maybe they don't deserve to have offspring. The one or two that don't go there and then have offspring and all their progeny are smart, which is how evolution works, N1, N2, that is, if they all just march right into the mousetrap and then die, they're not an endangered species, they're a species that doesn't deserve to exist, and that's not me saying who does and does not deserve, but I mean, the true Darwinian fashion, they do not deserve to exist. They just don't. Just like a free market idea of a of a, a yogurt shop that that feeds feeds you yogurts while moving on a skateboard, probably not a scalable business plan. And if it dies, that didn't deserve to exist. So we're slowly moving past Alex Jones, past the president, past Project Veritas, and more and more and more. Listen, the people that denied any coordinated effort to have any impact on the 2020 election. And then a New York Times article comes out and it says the secret story, the unknown history of the massive coordinated campaign to, quote, fortify the 2020 election, which is just, it's just control of semantics. You control your words. If you control your what words you can say, then you, you initiate self-censorship, which is controlling of thought. Thought controls what actions you do, controlling your actions, that is global domination, but there's there's a more subtle way to go. It hey, you gotta respect your enemy. It's an intelligent way to go about it. It's a bold attack. 
fortifying the election. They're the same people that didn't deny, quote, fortifying the election. They're the people that denied having any coordinated anything. And there's now a New York Times article, yes, queening all over the place. There's going to be an article tomorrow, next month, next year, whatever. The untold history of the coordinated campaign to silence fascists online. And they're going to feed it to you as silencing fascists. And you're going to go, yes, queen. I understand. Yes, queen. Chop off my son's balls. Yes, queen. Forgetting the fact that they ever deny there being any coordination at all. And if they're lying to you about the fact that there was coordination at all, then why can't they be lying to you about why there was coordination? If they say there was no coordination around the 2020 election, and then they come out and say that there was a massive shadow campaign, but it was to fortify the election... Well, they just, they just lied to you nonstop for three fucking months that there was no coordination, period. And then they came and said there was, but it wasn't about stealing the election. Well, they just lied to you about, A, if, if your spouse is willing to cheat on you, they're willing to lie about cheating. If someone murders someone, they're willing to lie about it. If someone steals a diamond from a jewelry store, they're probably not above uh, shoplifting a candy bar. So if they lie to you for three fucking months saying there was no coordinated campaign and then they say there was one, but they say it was for fortifying. I don't know, man. I didn't star in Blue's Clues, but I'd say that there's a chance they might be lying. There's a chance that everyone might always be lying in everything they say. But if you look at precedents, like a credit score of truth... I don't know. When they say Alex Jones was, was banned, you know, it was just a coincidence. It was all together. Maybe. Maybe. I'll entertain that. I'll roll those dice. Possibly. But when they all ban President Trump on the same day, when they all remove Parler on the same day, when they all remove Project Veritas on the same day, and they say that there is no coordination, and then one day there will be a goddamn news article written by some... 17 gendered land whale with two heads and half an IQ and it's going to be the coordinated effort to silence fascists and you're all going to go yes queen yes yes yes, yes queen I understand they lied about there being any coordinated effort they're going to tell you that there was and they're going to tell you why they did it use your brain they might be lying to you about why they did it Mark my words, February 12th, Friday, Friday, February 12th, 2021, 2.12 p.m. Eastern Time. It's coming.